4: Screens picked up here by Hodge and him. Oh no, he didn't.
0: Oh no, he didn't.
5: Yes, he did. Oh my, oh my. That's
0: from the Warriors game last night. They won by forty-one. Forty-one. You don't see yeah. that very often. Ugh. Even even when you got like a great team against a horrible team, you don't see forty-one very often. Call off the dog When it's the two best teams, that's weird. Anyway, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot going on with the whole Trump thing. We're not just trying to build this up. You know, cable news has got to talk about something. A lot of things happening that are that are confusing and interesting.
5: Yeah, Trump with the heck of a request to the Justice Department over the weekend. Did you follow this? He, he wants them to investigate the Trump campaign infiltration by an informant, et cetera, et cetera. And Stephen Nelson, White House reporter for the Washington Examiner, joins us. Stephen, how are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's it's our pleasure, absolutely. So, for folks not following the story, can you just give us the ABC of it to start? Sure. Uh, Donald so Trump got
0: elected president. Mm-hmm. to use to host The Apprentice. Let's
2: skip to DEF. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes, so uh, there were last week reports of an informant on Trump's campaign. Uh, Trump uh, angrily tweeted about this. Re- additional reporting was done, and it was determined that this person uh, had uh, a series of meetings with Trump's campaign advisors and trump then uh, yesterday afternoon tweeted that he would like the justice department to look into whether there was improper politically motivated surveillance of his campaign with the informants Uh, the justice department quickly reacted within about two hours rod rosenstein had instructed the inspector general of the justice department to look into this in addition to uh, his review of the Fives Award application process for Carter Page. So, so and, we are.
0: and then there's there's this story. I'm not. I don't think this is your story, but Comey, a Comey friend, whoever that is, predicts Rosenstein and Ray, that's the acting Attorney General and the head of the FBI, will resign before complying with Trump's infiltration investigation. Which
2: you know, I I I I, I can't recall exactly who that was. I saw that on Twitter, but yeah. that person was getting a. I kind of pilloried kind of quickly because it was it was a very poorly aged tweet. Um, he tweeted that, and then you know, about an hour after he tweeted it, uh, there were people pointing out uh, links to the articles of Rosenstein instructing the right. uh, Inspector General to <laughs> look into it. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Clearly, by
0: clearly by now, it seems pretty clear that Rosenstein's willing to go along with this um uh, So the the FBI is saying, and there are FBI agents out there making the rounds, saying, "No, we 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 do this sort of thing sometimes to to protect the candidates from being spied on by other countries." So it gets to intent, doesn't it? Whether it was politically motivated, how are we going to figure that out?
2: And you know that that is the interesting thing. The Inspector General, uh, of the Justice Department, uh, Michael Horowitz has a, a pretty good uh, reputation as a kind of hard charging, nonpartisan investigator wrongdoing. Uh, I I honestly don't know enough to say whether or not it would be improper um, what these informants did. We, we, we don't really know. I mean, we know from the reporting, which is based on one sided of the story. That's all we've heard. We've heard from the uh, people who are close to them, the three Trump advisors, what the conversations entailed. Um, one of the uh, people said the Russia didn't even come up, which is kind of odd. Uh, the others said it came up in uh, passing. Uh, it, it obviously, there's going to be a lot more to, to learn about this, as there always is. Um, you know, yeah, this course-
5: Cambridge, let me jump in real quickly, Stephen. I, I know this uh, professor that who was the alleged uh, informant is a foreign policy guy. He's a lecturer there at Cambridge. And uh, the people who participated just thought, oh, it seemed like we were just getting together to jaw about, uh, you know, foreign policy and the state of the world. It didn't really strike us as much at all. At least that's what we're hearing. It sure that sounds like no, spying on think- the campaign to me. Oh, sure. Well, okay. All right. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. If they suspected that Russians were trying to get to the campaign and manipulate them, then that's a legitimate counterintelligence Why operation, but it's dangerous.
0: Why wouldn't you show up and say, we're worried Russians are trying to manipulate you? Have you talked to any Russians, and how's it gone? why you why are you pretending you're not doing what you're doing?
5: I would answer because you have some suspicion maybe they're doing it willingly stephen is that a a poor answer? What do you think
2: well of course you know we, we don't know everything yet, but uh we know that George Papadopoulos you know allegedly got drunk and told foreigners he he, uh, he knew of the Russians hacking the emails then um, started this whole uh russia probe by doing so uh Carter Page had you know some uh, general sketchiness involving Russia in the past, and there was, you know, reports that uh, he was under FBI uh, review previously, you know, as a potential uh, spy recruit. Uh, so Carter these, these, these Page, people,
0: who, who yeah. Trey Gowdy has said the poor guy is a clown. <laughs>
5: Well, and if general sketchiness was a crime, I'd be breaking rocks in the hot sun. And Stevenson. I've allegedly
0: gotten drunk myself, so all of this is very complicated.
2: Now, here's uh, here's right,
5: right. Uh, to continue the discussion. Uh, the The entirety most uh, most journalism, including God knows the cable news whips everything up into something enormous just to keep your eyes glued. I tend to be a minimizer. For instance, and I'm picking an instance where I was right. I told you the whole coming trade war with China thing would never happen. You know, when everybody's overheated at MSNBC and the rest, I said, no, Trump's just posturing and talking big. He'll get together with the Chinese and they'll figure out something, at least on an interim basis. I happen to be absolutely right. This, to me... It's going to get down to maybe following some memos. All right, why are we assigning this person? And and if it's at all defensible, it's just not going to go anywhere, I don't think. Uh, Stephen Nelson, the Washington Examiner, White House reporter, is on the line. Does it smell like something that will stay around for a while and be a big deal to you, Stephen?
2: At, At the very least, it's going to be something that we're going to reflect on as an interesting detail in the, uh, the larger story of the uh, Russia collusion investigation, I think that the general public uh, it probably uh, you know wouldn't have thought that uh, prominent professors are working on the side as spies for the FBI. I didn't know FBI. that. And now all uh,
0: campaigns are going to know this from here on out. Anybody that comes into the room might be working for the FBI yeah, and reporting and back that's to that's
2: them. That's certainly an interesting takeaway here.
5: Yeah. Stephen Nelson of the Washington Examiner. Stephen, we appreciate the time. It's good to talk to you. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, then I want to repeat what I said because it's really important. I think it could have been a legitimate counterintelligence thing, but that is a dangerous dangerous thing to do. Yeah, well, to, in a political campaign season.
0: Here's what I think happened and you use the word defensible. That's where they, that's where they they're they're solid, they're golden. They can <clears throat> defend it that way. I think the Obama people were spying on Obama's, or spying on Trump's campaign, and they could defend it this way, Mm -hmm. and call it that, and there'll be no way to prove that they weren't spying
5: on them. Yeah, they seem to be really, really enthusiastic about finding something. What their motivation was in their heart of hearts, I do not know, but... this one seems to be, it's going to be really, really hard to get that one across the goal line, the idea that it was practic- politically I motivated. I think it'd
0: be practically impossible. <clears throat> yeah. You'd almost have to have a memo stating as such.
5: If, if they couldn't get the whole lowest learner IRS targeting conservative groups, even figure out where they, they hardly even asked, where'd those orders come from? Seriously, I want to see those memos. We couldn't even get that. Again, the questions are, if you found out a guy you've been having
0: conversations with that's been hanging around your work was actually reporting back to the FBI, would you feel like they were doing it to protect you? Or do you feel like you're being spied on? And Joe's question of, if Trump does the same thing to Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, is the media and
5: everybody going to feel like, oh, no, that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, there's, he was just trying to protect them against uh, undue influence.
0: Yeah, they're worried maybe, you know, uh, communists had gotten involved or something. Right, Yeah, exactly. well, of course you're going to buy that. out for them. Yeah. No, nobody would buy that. All right. So. People would go nuts. But I don't think it will go anywhere for the reasons you just stated. Hmm.
5: Well, and I don't think there's any significant Russian influence in the campaign anyway. Correct. They, they had like five people on staff, and they were floundering.
0: Did you see that picture? I uh, I ate a lot of donuts over the weekend. Did you see that picture of uh, donuts? At the donut shop that have Fruit Loops on top of them. Oh yeah. And Fruity Pebbles. Apparently yeah. that's a thing. Putting kids already, you should never eat it cereal, on top of donuts.
5: Oh, uh, yeah. Voodoo Donuts in, in Portland. They got people lined up 24 hours a day to eat those donuts, and they look like instant diabetes. Yet it's a mystery as to why Americans are heavier than they used to be. What is going on? I'm
0: thinking it's a more sedentary lifestyle. No, it's got to be the food desert and uh, oppression or something. Not that we put Fruit Loops on top of glazed donuts. It's
5: <laughs> the patriarchy. <laughs>
0: Used to spend my
5: nights out in
0: the was the only love I've
5: known. If School Shield had been in place in Santa Fe High School, far
3: less likely that that would have happened. The problem that we've got is, is we're trying like the Dickens to
0: treat the symptom without treating the disease. So that's Oliver North, who I had forgotten is now the president of the R- NRA. And Oliver North, famous
5: of the Iran-Contra scandal back in the day. And then really just became a conservative commentary, patriot uh, a figure, yeah. uh, commentator.
0: Didn't really have anything on uh, what he said. I just had forgotten that Oliver North was now the head of the NRA. What did he say the disease is?
5: Can we hear the next one, number four? Youngsters who are steeped in a, in a, a culture of oh, violence. Right. Uh, they've been drugged in many cases. Nearly all of these perpetrators are male. And, and they're young teenagers in most cases.
0: That, that's right. So I read, I knew there was a reason for this, uh, that I brought this up. So I, I saw an article. Oh, that's right. Oliver North is now the president of the NRA. And he said uh, violent movies and video games, which there's no proof of that. Um and he said Riddlin. A lot of these kids are on Ridlin, which the kid in Texas was not and nobody's been able to nail down does that happen a lot? N- I'm not sure it does mm-hmm. and the NRA didn't respond to any questions of are you sure? Mm-hmm. So, he's uh, fairly willing to say things that he doesn't back up. It would seem yeah, with any uh with any statistics. Yeah. I mean, I want to find the the reason more than anybody. If it turned out Riddlin was leading to this, freaking fantastic. We now know something, right? Because so far we don't know much.
5: I think it's uh, going to be a whole lot of factors that combine in each one of these people. Um, but the one uh, universal is the idea that I get to hurt people because I'm mad. It's an idea. That's it's a, a cultural norm. Ideas
0: are contagions like diseases. We've talked yes. about this over and over. That's what's going on, and you can only stop it by. Uh, uh, cutting back on the media coverage or the way you cover it. But nobody wants to even
5: have that conversation, so... Or just better teaching, better cultural teaching. It used to be a, a primary component of everybody's upbringing that you will have losses. You will have setbacks. You will be embarrassed. You will be knocked down. You will act with dignity when that happens. And you will carry on. You know, that's that's what happens in societies that face great dangers and challenges. When you get a little more fat and happy and affluent and comfortable and the rest of it, it all becomes about self-indulgence. And I think this is a very dark, evil side of a self-indulgent, soft society.
4: If I can put a little bit more clarity on the the riddle point that he that he was making, uh, I see a lot of different drugs kind of named as this. What the the general theory antidepressants, ha- yeah, it often has to do with named, the, yeah. the the SSRIs, the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Uh, it seems to have a flattening of emotional responses to things. There are uh, more and more studies are being looked at to see how connected these things are. Yeah. But it's not specifically the the Ritalin.
0: Yeah. Um. So this one girl who got killed, she uh, had told her dad that uh, he was a creep and that she wouldn't be surprised if he hurt her or killed her. And if she, if he does, she'll haunt him forever. So
5: because she had rejected his
0: uh, romantic, you know. Urgings. So so at least one person was not surprised when he walked into the school with a gun. Uh, Anyway. And I'm not dismissing this. My anyway is not dismissing it as that I don't care. My anyway is dismissing the conversation as I'm not sure we're getting anywhere.
5: Well, I think, you know, my theory, and I'm pretty confident it's true, is that it probably takes like three or four factors to yield this sort of horrible, misguided youth. And everybody keeps shouting about the one that they want to they fix. Reminds me of the homeless discussion. It's going to be more complicated than that. It's an equation that yields the result of, I'm going to go to school and kill people. Um, and we just have to figure out what all those components are and, and how to deal with them. But I'm telling you, the cultural thing is, is the one that is universal,
0: A lot of people texting on the what is wealthy. Wealthy is being able to devote your daily time and money to a charity or a cause and not worry about work because you always have your basic needs met. And the ability to do something frivolous when you want. The ability to buy a new TV, car on a whim, and go on vacation for a week without being concerned about spending. I don't need to be that wealthy to call myself wealthy, but you can have your own definition, obviously. I don't need to be wealthy enough to never worry about spending money to consider myself wealthy. That's, well, whatever. Uh, Seinfeld said the best thing about having a lot of money was not having to think about it anymore. Well, I think about it more having some money than when I had none. When I had none, I was like, what are you going to do? I got none. I can think about it all day long. I ain't going to change it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What if I think really,
0: really hard? I know what I'm going to do this weekend, not spend money. It's like thinking about giraffe care.
5: Why would I bother? (laughs) (laughs) I don't got none of them.
0: Early to, ra- early to rise and late to bed makes a man unhealthy, unwealthy, and dead. I had not heard that. That's <laughs> well, the way that's I live good. my life. That's good. Choosing Here's one. Choosing whether or not to go to work today is a symbol of wealth. If you go to work in your Ferrari, you're still in the rat race. If you have to go to work in your Ferrari, you're still in the rat race. Mm. A lot of us uh, people, I won't say us. I mean us. A lot of, in case my wife's listening. Oh. Um, <laughs> wow. You you spend yourself into a place where you have to go to work every day. If you lived much, much more modestly, you wouldn't have to. Or you wouldn't have to worry about it as much. Right. Yes. Yeah. Clearly. But that, that's, that's the American thing, practically. Yeah.
5: yeah. Well, you know, yeah, that's a different philosophy. You know, how about you engage in years and years of self-denial? Then you get hit by a bus. Was that a good idea?
0: Yes, it actually was. It actually was, because it's unlikely you'll be hit by a bus. And that first But part you have idea.
5: been hit by a bus.
4: <laughs> Doesn't really matter at this point, does it? Now that you're flat under a bus. What we have here <laughs> is the difference between results-based and process-oriented thinking. Mm. Wow, uh, you with your SSRI
0: know this. <laughs> On the
4: royal wedding, my brother in San Francisco married a
0: queen. Oh, thanks for that helpful <laughs> royal wedding comment. <laughs> oh, <Woo! laughs>
5: got me. Oh,
0: on the, your son's trying to get rid of some furniture. Yes. And uh, somebody, some unscrupulous person uh, said, just put it out and somebody will take it. I've found, we got a couple of texts on this. I've found that sometimes free furniture you put out on the street disappears faster if you put $10 on it.
5: Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a kind of classic piece of wisdom. If it's free, nobody wants it. If you put, you know, 25 bucks or 10 or whatever, yeah, people will be like, oh yeah, yoink, sucker. On the
0: Laurel Yanni thing, which is clearly a frequency thing, because when we heard it replayed on Kimmel, I heard Yanni. My preaching grandson doesn't want his parents to know when he gets a call from his girlfriend. So he's assigned a particular ring to her phone number that he got from the Internet that can only be heard in general by those who are under the age of 14. Ah. Because you start to lose your high pitch hearing as you get older. I certainly have. I made him prove it to me. Sure enough, he and his younger brother can hear it, but I can't. It's crazy. Mm. Phone
5: wow. rings. Wow. Mom, dad can't hear it. Kids can, but the dog gets an erection. Heyo, <laughs> hi <laughs> uh, wow, interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd read about that a while back, but here's a kid putting it in action. Yeah, one of the- he's a preteen with a girlfriend. You know, we had a conversation about that at my house last night. As one of Delaney's uh, friends is uh, was super, super, super sheltered, and is now in college. And is utterly unequipped to deal with uh, male-female dynamics. Hmm. I mean, to the point of everybody's worried about her, because it's not necessarily safe. Hmm. And I'm telling you, I do not think that's a great way to bring up your kids. But preteen's pretty early. That is pretty early. Girlfriend? What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. Depends what's going on. Depends on the kid.
0: Yep. Um, What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump welcomes the CIA's new leader in his own
3: unique way, and Charles Barkley's very public feud with the Warriors, Draymond Green, raging on. We'll get into those stories and more coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. They're very similar sort of guys.
0: In that they don't put up with any crap from anybody. Hmm. They just don't give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) So all that's on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Funny text. I had a girlfriend when I was in the sixth grade. Of
5: course, I was 17 at the time. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oof. Not funny. Why not? Why not funny? It's not funny. not.
0: The fact that he was so dumb, he had to be in the sixth grade when he was 17. That's the point. Oh, is that the point of the joke? That's the is joke. He yes. a
3: perv? No, I thought he was a perv no, in this scenario. No, the joke is not laugh, the he's pervers. 17 oh, no. and only in sixth yeah, grade. I see.
0: Well, <laughs> I get it. One of those. Uh, Hanson, when do we have the Wall Street Journal reporter on about Theranos? Is that tomorrow? Didn't we book that person? That was featured on 60 Minutes last yeah. night. We had another person on to talk about Theranos that, frankly, took a fantastic story and made it not very interesting. Mm. But this new guy, uh, he's good at telling yeah. the tale. Um, uh, and it's one of the great mistakes in the history of capitalism. Is he going to talk about,
5: uh, what's that uh, chick's name? Was at the heart of it? Holmes, Holmes, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Is yeah. he going to talk about how low her voice is? She, her voice. I tell you what, if you're willing to invest in Theranos, her, <laughs> you will find a miracle awaits.
0: Her voice does not match her cute girl next door, college girl oh, look. Oh,
5: she opens her mouth and is like, "Whoa, hey, wait a minute, am I being catfished here in some way? <laughs> no, that's really her voice.
0: <laughs> that's the least of her problems." <laughs> Uh, let's get the news yeah. now with Marsha Phillips. Well,
3: President Trump at the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia, this morning for the swearing-in ceremony for the agency's new director, Gina Haspel. Haspel, the first woman to head the spy agency. Gina, congratulations. There is no one in this country better qualified for this extraordinary office than you. Uh, by the way, if you don't agree with that, please let me know now before it's too late. Okay? <laughs> Immediately. I have to do it quickly. You live in the CIA, you live the CIA, you breathe the CIA, and now you will lead the CIA. Congratulations.
5: Yeah, <laughs> he goes off script. I start to clutch. I start to get tense. I pucker a little bit. But that was that, that was funny. That was endearing, wasn't it? That was fine. That was fine. Yeah. That was that was the, the good Trump. Sometimes it's not so good, Trump. (laughs) Now she's going
0: to open up some black sites and go to torture him.
5: Oh, no, no,
0: no. that her thing?
5: No.
3: Secretary of State Pompeo now threatening very tough new sanctions if Iran (laughs) does not change course. In a D.C. speech this morning, Pompeo was saying the Iran nuclear accord allowed Iran to provoke more unrest in the Middle East. But he is offering a series of dramatic potential U.S. concessions to Iran if it agrees to major changes. Pompeo saying if a deal was reached that satisfies the Trump administration, the U.S. would be willing to lift all economic sanctions.
5: Huh. Now, obviously, that's going to be a big ask, whatever it is. And he's trying to, once again, see if we can strengthen the the moderates in Iran. Right. At the expense of the hardliners. It's a hard thing to do. Little carrot and stick going on. Meanwhile, an
3: investigation continues into a cougar attack that killed one man and injured injured another near North Bend. State fish and wildlife officials say the two men, uh, one was hospitalized, the other was killed following the attack on a trail in the foothills about 30 miles east of Seattle. The two guys were riding mountain bikes in the area when the emaciated cougar approached them. The two guys did what was recommended. They tried to look large, They made a lot of noise. They chased the
0: cougar off. Well, yeah, that's 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 right. That's your best bet, but nobody's ever claimed it's
3: a foolproof. You know. And then the cougar circled back and started stalking them.
0: Oh, that's a bad feeling. Before it attacked wildlife. God, if you saw that thing, was you know, well, you've watched wildlife videos and you know what that looks like are sneaking along slowly watching you think at what point does it start sprinting after me
4: yeah right start sharpening oh.
3: your
0: sticks oh geez. oh my
3: god remember you're on a trail bike you know you're and you see it you start to speed up and that encourages you the run your cougar. buddy you got outrun yep. your
0: friend not, uh, honest, Wow. honest honest to goodness i'm oh, not just hey, oh, oh no too soon oh. i am not trying to make a witticism after this person died, but if you and your buddy are on a trail and you're both on bikes and that cougar's coming after you, you'd it have to pop into your head. I would have
5: to. I think I would band together with my friend to save each other. You would slow down so that you were eaten and he That's could get That's not away. what I said. That is not what I said. No, we would d- go back to back to face the wild.
0: You would be thinking whoever's further back is
5: way more likely, and I'm going to ride off. Wow. Wow. Everybody, that's useful knowledge about Jack. Did everybody get that? Yeah. Michael, you get that? Hey, yeah, I Joe, got it. So you know what you're dealing with? Joe, would you like to go camping? Jack, you're not invited. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. No kidding.
5: Hey, so Marshall, do you have the stat
3: on how long it had been in Washington State? It's, since, uh, it's the first time uh, cougars killed a human in Washington State in almost 100 years. Yeah, it, does, yeah. it
0: hardly ever happens. Yeah. It makes the, It's like shark attacks. It makes right. the news. And right. Everybody, you know, they'll, they'll do... Uh, On TV news, they'll do ways to avoid being attacked by a cougar, though it never is going to happen to you.
5: Don't go to local bar. See, there's a joke about aging uh, would-be Hang Hang around at the
4: Cheesecake Factory at noon. (laughs) When you you encounter a cougar, first things first, offer him Chardonnay. Second thing, run for your
3: life. Authorities tracked the cougar down and they killed it. They sent it off to Washington State University. Please say mountain lion so I can stop making dumb (laughs) jokes. Guy actually died. Mountain lion, how's that? Or puma. Puma's good. All right, good. Well, it turns out Charles Barkley has some very strong thoughts about Draymond Green, and he is no longer apologizing for them. Just a few weeks after he's saying he'd like to punch Green in the mouth after last night's Golden State 126-85 win over the Rockets,
4: Barkley asked Kevin Durant, is Draymond Green as annoying and personal as he is on, in, on television? Annoying to who? You should go talk to him downstairs. I'm do Is he, he annoying? I mean, you, you're, you're around him every day. He's That's annoying what he on do. television. What he... annoys you about a Draymond? He's going to apologize to I him. Yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he he downstairs. Do. You can go ask
0: him. Yeah, go ask him, man. Hey, Captain Durant, why don't you go downstairs and ask him how annoying he is? He's right downstairs. Uh, yeah. They are yeah. similar characters yeah. in that uh, they both are not afraid of anybody. I remember one time I was watching that show. I find that show so entertaining with those guys. But they were talking about who they were scared of in the NBA. Oh, I was scared of Horace Grant. I was scared of whoever. And they said, Charles, who are you scared of? He said, I've never been scared of anybody my whole life. Wow. And uh, And I think, Draymond <laughs> that, I think Draymond Green's that sort of guy, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go, that's a wrap. So they'd, a scrapper. They'd have been a good fight, those two, but, you know, Charles is in, in his mid-50s <laughs> now, so I don't know if it's the best it's time. Probably
5: but. not fair. Yeah.
3: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the
5: nation. <laughs> yeah, Chuck's still a big man, but I think he's about at that point in life where he ought to realize, you know, some scenarios would not go the same way now as they would yeah. have then.
0: Yeah. That's the worst part of getting older—is your uh, oh, your, you. your
5: mind does not think that way. You know, when big, scary, crazy bum was uh, menacing me somewhat the other day, I realized God, I, the list of people I can even outrun at this point is fairly short. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good if we're being chased by a puma.
5: <laughs> I, yeah. I can still run pretty well. Well, good, good for you. I, I also free, smear,
0: yeah. when I go camping with people, I smear them in meat juice. Yeah. Well, when they're my, not looking, I put meat juice all over their uh, sleeping bags. With my in last
5: gasp up. of breath and my last drop of blood, I'll write in the ground, Jack ran off like <laughs> um.
4: <meow. laughs> uh,
0: oh. well, I got plenty of criticism on Friday for my manliness uh, from for using... Marshall's AAA card to change the tire in my vehicle instead of changing it myself. First time in my life I've ever not changed my tire. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was embarrassment all the way around. <laughs> wow. And the fraud. <laughs> uh, Royal Wedding? No, we don't need to cover that, do we?
5: Researchers are certain Hitler did not resettle in Argentina. Now, the scientific proof. I was pretty certain of that. Uh, Some of the alternate theories as well. Uh, For instance, a Nazi moon base. Not been discredited.
0: I didn't know that was one of the options. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do like this story. It's a good time to be a reporter covering Trump if you like money and going on TV. Mm, Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wiped the footprints off
3: my dash, tore up those sun faded photographs, through men.
1: the wind, you can have back. I'm out of here. A new report has selected <laughs> the fittest city in the country to be Arlington, Virginia, while the least fit city in the country was once again Man Boobs, Louisiana. <laughs> nice.
0: So they did this thing. It was the last show of the season. Did you see the opening Saturday
5: Night Live? Nuh-uh. too busy uh, playing golf.
0: They did a uh, a w- one week of getting away from celebrity cameos and beating up on cameos and beating up on Trump. They came back to it, hmm. but they they replicated the. Uh, the, the 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 series finale of The Sopranos, the restaurant scene, really. But they did it with Trump and Mueller and everything like that. It's kind of a clever idea, but it only worked after I realized it was the season finale of Saturday Night Live. To me, it it did. I didn't know that, so going
5: oh. in, it was... oh, I get it. It's all coming together now that you've explained it, right? Yeah, I would have been mystified.
0: How is this whole thing
5: gonna end? And then it, right. the music just stopped, and it was, yeah.
0: you know, but I didn't get it because I didn't know this was the series finale. Anyway, so you found that out in the news. As they did this thing about unnecessary censorship where they say, they claim... No, oh, no,
4: that's unnecessary. This is, oh, the, okay. this is the Jimmy oh, okay. Kimmel thing.
0: Oh, okay, I thought it was the Saturday Night Live thing. Man. Yeah, never I, can mind. Have, I can have that later for okay, you. Okay, never mind. Where they have jokes that they claim on Saturday Night Live that didn't make it past the censors during the year, and then they um, and then they throw them at the end, which I don't know if I buy the premise, but hmm. it's an excuse to do edgier jokes. So, so we'll see. have those for you next hour. Okay. We'll one particularly funny example.
5: Um, so there's that. I don't appreciate the nasty humor. To me, a nice knock-knock joke or a silly willy joke. Those are, uh, that's my sweet spot. A
0: pun where a word could mean two different things. Right, exactly. Hilarious.
5: Yeah. So you want the uh, Hitler's dead stuff? Sure. Turns out Hitler's dead. Back to you. After completing what they say is the first examination of Hitler's... And on his
0: wedding day, which is disappointing. <laughs> <clears throat>
5: Imagine if that had happened to uh, yeah, Prince Harry. That would have been tragic. Uh, speaking of which, there's a. am bringing it all together here. A German broadcaster is being criticized for racist coverage of the royal wedding. We may get to that sometime. I don't know. I don't know. It tires me out. Racist toward who? Uh, Meghan Markle's... Uh, What's her race? She's half black. She is? yes okay you have what she how did you miss that that was one of the great subplots of the royal wedding i
0: probably heard it but i wouldn't remember it because i don't care. changed
5: the lot of black people in britain they see themselves differently they see the world differently this is a moment a pivotal moment All and right. you don't know it yeah oh my god God, uh, the proper phrase is, I could not care less. <laughs> and I that could is the care less. Oh, sh- shut up. I've I, been confused by that
0: since I was a child. Yeah, I know. What that meant. Mm. But what, when mm. I was watching the...
5: Uh, um, it's illiteracy, Jack. Illiteracy. You
0: know, most people I ever knew in my life said I could care less. I was, most that,
5: people are illiterate. Isn't that the opposite of what you're saying? Yeah, or what you're trying to express? I, I gave up on that one like 20 years ago. I don't
0: now. care. I just thought it was interesting. Mm.
5: I care um, deeply, but I've anesthetized myself with drugs and alcohol, <laughs> so I'm not angry anymore.
0: Luckily, those things do not bother me. That and driving just doesn't bother me. Um, uh, you know what doesn't bother me? Soup. Soup makes me very angry. And there you have it. Um, So I, I, I took in a little of the coverage, like the royal wedding, just like a tiny bit. And all the relatives, as they marched in, there are so many... Duke and Duchesses and Earl and Earlette or whatever they are of various <laughs> places that, of Hampshire and just uh, what is this, my lord? I mean, not only is it <laughs> dumb to have the King and Queen, period, but my
5: lady. When you
0: start to get to the minor royals from places that the, 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 tiny little boroughs, what is that? Yeah, and Lord they, of the Manor, and they still live in some home that the that is paid for by taxpayers and all. That. So I, I don't know. know, do they? I or, don't know. I don't
5: think so. Because there's plenty of like lordships for sale now. Oh, really? Because people are, yeah, I'm a lord, uh-huh. but I'm broke. Hmm. How much are we talking? And I. You'd like to be a lord? The, seriously, Sean, Google great. it, Sean. Google it. See what you can find. I'd buy it. And or you can buy the, the manor.
4: I'd be a kick ass duke. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Finland.
0: Duke Duke of Earl. That's what I... I'd pay a lot to be the Duke of Earl.
5: This is (laughs) Finley Hall
3: at Brucheskirche. It's the ancestral home of the Duke of... (laughs)
0: Brucheskirche.
5: Exactly. (laughs) There's all sorts of that for sale on the interwebs if you want it. it. Hmm. That in a buck will get you... Well, it'll get you nothing. You can use the Starbucks bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Hitler is dead, as it turns out.
2: Um...
5: Uh, Hitler, oh, over the past 73 years, Hitler's presumed corpse have been has been set on fire, secretly buried, dug up by the Soviets, hidden by the KGB, and finally ordered destroyed. Uh, blah, 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 So last year, a team of French researchers persuaded the Russian government to let them in to inspect the last two bits of Hitler known to exist. A bullet shot chunk of skull and a set of frankly disgusting teeth. Um, then they compared those to war era autopsy records and concluded that, yep, those are Hitler's teeth. Oh, really? There is no possible doubt. Our study proves that Hitler died in 1945. He did not flee to Argentina in a submarine. He is not hidden. He is not in a hidden base in Antarctica or on the dark side of the moon. Uh, blah, 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 so, but the people who just who think otherwise are lunatics anyway. So, what are you going to do? What evidence are you going to offer to convince a lunatic? We order, uh, I'm sorry, a cor- the Washington Post, this is really uh, very funny for them. If anything involving Hitler can be funny, with all due respect. Oh, so you think the Holocaust is funny. Wow. How to argue unfairly. Wow. Wow. That was a good one. I'm not a fan of Hitler. Uh, neither am I, Mr. President. We present below the many lives and deaths of Adolf Hitler in descending order of plausibility. Number one, Hitler died heroically in battle. No. Some people wanted to believe that. He was firing till the end. No, he and Ava committed suicide. Uh, number two, Hitler lived. Hitler demanded in his will that the Soviet forces about to overrun Berlin not be allowed to defile his corpse, accordingly, as the lieutenants doused his body in benzene, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I'm sorry. So to get to the theory that he faked it and headed off somewhere. Number three, Hitler's great submarine escape. A Fourth Reich would surely rise, and he would be needed to lead it. So he escaped. little landlocked for a submarine escape, aren't they? (laughs) In Berlin? There's rivers. Um, Let's see. So three days before his purported suicide, Hitler ordered two corpses to be dressed as himself and his new bride. He waited until the stroke of midnight, then slipped out of the bunker via a secret tunnel and sneaked through the bombed-out city of Berlin, rendezvoused with an airplane... Uh, flew to Denmark, then a, a, a submarine, blah, blah, blah. Ended up in South America, where he lived out his days in peace. No, he didn't. Four of the tropical adventures of Adolf Schuttlemeier and friends. Uh, let's see. This one has to do with ending up in Venezuela um, and living quietly there. Similar. And finally, Hitler escaped to a secret Antarctic base that we later nuked. Okay. That one didn't make the news. <laughs> that's the least plausible I would agree
0: Um, we'll touch back again on the former Secretary of Education's move to pull kids out of schools all across America until gun violence stops stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show
2: information.